Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. Today we have a special guest, Greg. He's a YouTuber, a father, a husband, so I can't wait to learn more about him. So how are you today, Greg? I'm good. I'm good. I, I have a little disclaimer. I am here alone with my two daughters, and they're three and one, so if you hear them in the background, it's because their mother is not here right now. <laughs> no problem. Um, we know that you have a family channel, so we're going to look at this as an extension of that. So if we hear them in the background, that's perfectly fine. Can you just um, start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, um, about your wife and your children and your YouTube channel? Yeah, so, so basically, we just started YouTube about a month ago. Um, my sister is like an avid YouTuber. Like she watches like Queen Naja and Clarence. Since so she just kept telling me, bro, you have like the perfect family to do YouTube. You need to jump on YouTube, you know? So I, it, it took a lot because I'm not really a social media type of guy. Like I never really had social media until like recently, like I'm on IG now. I didn't have like any pictures of my kids on my wife's Facebook or anything like that. So it was like kind of an adjustment. So can you tell us like, how did you get started? I know you just said that you was introduced from your sister, but like, what was like one of the first YouTube videos you all ever did? Um, I travel a little bit with, with the job that I work for. So my first YouTube video is, is titled, um, like a trip before quarantine. I was actually in Orlando for my job. We went out to Disney and Epcot Center and all that. So I, I was vlogging while I was out there. So that actually became our first video. And um, just as, excuse me, as far as how we got started, it was kind of like, like I said, my sister was imploring us to jump on YouTube for a little bit like probably a little bit less than a year she was like bro y'all just need to do it y'all just need to do it so it just basically got to the point to where we I had a whole bunch of footage I just put it together and again through my job I had access to Adobe Premiere Pro so like I just like just fully engulfed myself in that like learn how to edit and everything I've been editing all the videos and we just record and throw them up on YouTube that's what's up. I know some of my favorite YouTube videos of you all is you cooking. Because, listen, I'm trying to learn how to cook. <laughs> and I think the most recent one that I saw you cook, um, cooking was the um, grits. Yeah. And, um, and the fish that you was making with collard greens. I was like, oh, okay. So he just put me on to something new. <laughs> yeah, it goes down in the Kirk kitchen, believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So have you always enjoyed cooking? Like, how did you learn how to cook? So, and and I'm, I'm just going to be real honest, like probably like um, early 2000s, before I started school at Clayton State, I was, I was kind of in like a little, um, like a little down period in my life. Like I, I was unemployed. I didn't really know which way my life was going. And I just used to be at home. And I'd be like smoking weed and I just started watching cooking shows. I, I don't smoke weed anymore. But during that time, I used to just be watch, watching cooking shows and smoking. And I started watching Emerald Lagasse. And I was like, man, it was like every single day 
I just started watching like all these cooking shows and it just, I always liked to cook. Like my dad could cook and he kind of showed me some of his, some of his ways, but it was just like watching those cooking shows for that period of time just kind of took me to next, to the next level. Okay. Yes. And what did you do at Clayton State? Like what was your major? How is that, um, either being used or not being used within your current job? Yeah, so it's, my my major is English. Um, I, I have, like, a lot of stories. Like, I used to be a rapper. I had, like, a song on the radio in, like, 04, and I wrote R&B music for this dude who was signed to Young Jock. So, like, so I always loved writing. So I went to Clayton State for English, got a bachelor's in 2013. I don't really use them in full capacity like i work for a grant a government grant called gear up and it it's it focuses on college access and success but so i mean it has an educational background but i wouldn't say that i like use my english degrees to the full extent like the only time i actually get to fully utilize them is if we're like sending out a communication to our participants and my bosses ask me to edit that document or you know you have to be professional i send a lot of emails so my english english degrees come into play with that okay that's what's up so with gear up what exactly do you do so so gear up is a is a seven-year grant in georgia there are like five people like me in different counties um I'm in Clayton, you know, we have someone in DeKalb, Fulton, et cetera. So I coordinate the entire program in Clayton County. I have about 4,000 plus students, I think like 4,300 class of 2022 graduates that we started providing them a bunch of different services like scholarship awareness, uh, free college trips, free SAT, ACT test prep. So we've been tracking this group of kids from seventh grade their first year in college so the grant ends in 2023 okay yeah. that's not like a dope program it is it really is it's really cool i mean especially when you think about the scope of it i mean it's it's geared toward providing to people in underprivileged neighborhoods you know so like people who don't really who don't who aren't really represented in colleges and universities so we're giving them free resources to help them get to college okay sounds dope so we're gonna take it back to you and your family just for a, a little second so can you tell me a little bit about your wife and how did you meet yes definitely so Clayton State really is is where everything started we um she was she started Clayton State in January of 09 and I started in August of 09 so we ended up crossing paths. Well, we, we crossed paths uh, a number of times before we actually started dating. Like, I would see her and I'd be like, yo, she looks like Carrie Hilson or you got style. I like your style. And, you know, no, nothing, nothing grew from that. But then in 2012, we had a class together and we just like we started dating from there. And then two years later, we got married. Okay, <laughs> it's kind yes. of a crazy story, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I always ask couples this, especially the men. How did you know that your wife was the one? 
So I'm a little bit older than her. Like I will be 40 this year, the big 4-0, and she just turned 32. So we've been together for like nine years. So I have a history. I have a past. Like I've dated different girls and, you know, never really wanted to marry anyone who I was with before. But it was just like I knew when I met her that I didn't even want to get into a serious, like, monogamous, committed relationship unless I knew that I was going to go the whole way with her. And it was just just something about her. She was she was a little, not young, but she was, like, 23 when I met her, and I was, like, 31. But she, she was always very mature, and we just, we just clicked. It was just, like, great charisma, and we just had, a, we had, like, a super connection that was undeniable. Okay, sounds dope. Got you. And so, with your kids, how did y'all come at come come to those names? Because they're very unique. Um, yeah, what inspired those names? So, for Braves, Braves' name is a little bit deeper than um how I came up with Wish's name. But like prior to having kids, my wife had like three miscarriages and I mean I know it's like I don't really feel like this is a taboo subject because a lot of women go through miscarriages but it was a really really difficult time for us in our relationship losing three kids and then you know the pressure that family members kind of apply on you like oh when are you gonna have kids when are you gonna have kids it kind of got to the point to where we didn't even know if we wanted to try anymore because it was always like tears and just a bad situation so when she got pregnant with brave everything just felt different and we believe in god we believe in jesus christ so we just we just prayed and and left it with him and brave she stuck through and she came so like we i named her brave because i was just like she was brave she made it <laughs> and then oh no go ahead thank you and then with wish um i you know i i tried to capture the same like well not the same but I try to have you know a, a lot of significance placed behind her name too but she was kind of like a surprise to us um I did want another kid Aries didn't really want to have any more kids after she gave birth to Brave and everything so I kind of wished for her but then I'm also a Los Angeles Lakers fan love Kobe Bryant to like to life so the Lakers have Wish on their jersey. And one night I was watching the Lakers game and I was like, man, Wish would be a dope name. So I just picked that. Okay. Yes. Because it's so interesting. Your wife is named Aries. Then there's Brave and then there's Wish. And then your name <laughs> is like it's great. So lame. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was on, I was gonna vlog it. I was like, yo, why am I the only person in this family with the corniest name? Like I need to change my name to like Bear or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for sure I think your family is beautiful how has Thanks. transitioning into coronavirus like I guess helped you be more of like a homeschooler a teacher kind of take on that role how has that been with the kids it, so it's I mean like we always spend a lot of time with them as far as just like really reading to them like brave is really um to be three she like she can enunciate things really well she speaks really well so like we spend a lot of time with them like learning different words uh, watching educational shows reading books so you know like you said being at home gives us more time to do that 
um, I always, I always say that this whole coronavirus situation has been like such a blessing and a curse at the same time because the 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 blessing half is like the time that I get to be at home with my family, which you know everyone lives to be at home with your family. The curse is the fact that you can't really do anything. So, you know, my girls, they're three and one. They like my mom would always take them to Barnes and Nobles or to the library so that they could read books and everything. And now they can't really do that. So so they have a little bit of cabin fever. But outside of that, you know, we try to take them outside and um, do little things like picnic in the front yard or something like that, just so they can get out of the house. Yes. So um, I'm going to take it back to your YouTube for a second. So I know you just started. What is the ultimate goal for you and your family when it comes to your YouTube channel? I want 10 million followers. <laughs> hey, you ain't that high. <laughs> I want 10 million subscribers. I want everybody to be able to be like, yo, that's just the Kirks. Um, I'm actually about to do some merch and the merch is going to be really, really good. Like we, we already have everything planned out for it. Um, so as soon as I get it, I'm going to send y'all some shirts. I have a bunch of different visions for, for what I see. I just don't know it's how it's going to play out basically. So I, I know what I want, but really at the end of the day, it's for me and my family. So I just try to do my part. And then I leave the rest up to him. Absolutely. And I know um, you still ha have your day job or whatever. Do you ever foresee in the future that your YouTube just take off to where you can maybe quit your day job? You know what? To, to be honest, I'm praying that, um, that, that, is, that that is the case. Like I said, this grant is over in 2023. And... I've worked for people my whole entire life. Um, and I just want to be self-sufficient. Like I want to be my own boss and just be able to do things that I like to do. You know, like I really feel like it's a, it's a blessing to be able to do work that you actually enjoy. And not that I don't enjoy working with gear up because I'm a product of those kids that I service, but it's just like, I always did music and I really loved music and I didn't continue to pursue music. I ended up like stopping. So like with this whole YouTube situation, it's like, I love shooting the videos. Like I even love when I'm sitting down to edit the videos and that's like the most meticulous part. Like it really takes a lot of time and effort, but I, I feel like I get to use my creative side while I'm doing the editing. So it's just like, I love it. So I'm hoping, praying that, I could spend all of my time doing it, basically. Okay. Um, any advice for the entrepreneurs out there that are just starting? Definitely. I would say a lot of times, and, and I'm guilty of this too, so this isn't coming from like a, a preaching, a preaching um, area or anything like that, but I just think a lot of people psych themselves out. Like they know that they have the ability to do things. They have the drive to do things, but I think um, doubt and, and second guessing yourself creeps in. And it's just like, you know, if I put myself out there, are people going to accept me? Are people going to like me? It's just like, try to eliminate all that and just jump off the porch. Like, don't tell yourself you can't do something. Let 
other people tell you you can't do something you know like let don't 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 psych yourself out of doing what what you want to do basically yes that's some great advice so for the people who want to be married or in relationships right now any relationship advice so i will say that just past situations i've you know i had a lot of turmoil in past situations just like with women talking crazy you know, not being fully faithful and all of that. So now I just practice. I don't hang around with people who don't have the, you know, the same idea of what things are supposed to be like. So like point an example, if I have a friend who likes to cheat on his girlfriend or go to the strip club, we don't hang out because I don't go to strip clubs and I don't cheat on my wife. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I try to keep myself, in circles that are like we're we're on a boat set direction because if you know I'm going east and someone is going west someone has to someone has to get off the boat absolutely you have to be aligned on every level exactly. not just in um friendships but relationships exactly yeah so how do you balance like i guess just be, being friends or going out with those friends that you do still hang out with and being married or like work-life balance with marriage and work like how do you balance everything you have going on so so to be honest with the friend thing i don't i don't really have i don't really have a lot of guy friends like a lot of the guy friends that i have from high school and everything like we just pretty much went on different paths so like if you ever see me i'm either with my wife and my kids or i'm by myself right right and you know, I don't really, I don't really think that that's bad. It's, um, I mean, do, do sometimes I like my mom, she has like a group of friends that she's been friends with since kindergarten and third grade. Sometimes I wish I had that, but it was, it just wasn't in the cards for me. As far as work, um, work-life battle, make dinner. And then, you know, these girls, energetic. So once you cook dinner, run around with them for a little while, it's like you're exhausted. So Every I, I think everything is like more balanced now with um coronavirus. All right. Well, I just want to say thank you for taking the time out to speak with us. Yes. So much for inviting me. I mean, I'm appreciative of y'all for giving me the invite to the to the podcast. Absolutely. I saw your YouTube. And I was like, okay, their YouTube is really dope. So I have to um bring them on. <laughs> thank you. So can you go ahead and drop your YouTube for anybody that may be listening and wants to go follow you? YouTube is Just The Kirks. And you can follow us on IG at Just The Kirks and then on Twitter at Just Kirks. And that's K-I-R-K. Okay. So I know with this interview, it was just you. So maybe in the future, we can have Aries come on and give her perspective. Definitely. But thank you all for continuing, you know, moving forward and allowing me to come on here without her. Absolutely. All right, Greg. So we're about to wrap up the episode. So before we end it, do you want to give out any shout outs? Yeah, I do. I have one shout out in particular. My one of my closest friends, we actually hadn't spoken for a long time and we just reconnected and she's on YouTube. She's actually a reaction personality and she does vlogs her youtube is shamika and tamika tv and i just want to i just want to plug them um you know go over there watch their videos subscribe and you know check them out
They're, they're, they're definitely big things on YouTube. <laughs> okay, definitely. We will definitely check them out. And maybe they can even become a um, speaker on our podcast as well. Definitely. I, I was going to say that, like, you might... Um, you know, it's all about networking and a lot of their people might jump over and, you know, subscribe to the podcast and everything. So, yes, it's a good idea. Definitely about networking. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Y'all take care. All right. So thank you so much, Greg, for joining us. Y'all make sure y'all go follow 21 Minutes or Less on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and then type in 21 Minutes or Less podcast for our YouTube and then, of course, go follow our personal pages. Mine is Keisha Milana. And mine is Miss Butterfly21. See y'all. All right. Have a good one.